Hey, welcome back to the show. Today we're lucky enough to have Rachel Derbs on the line, Chick Derbs. Um, Rachel's a local Perth chick here. She's heavily involved in the automotive industry. Um, Rachel works for a local distributor called Park Automotive. She's our house of colour rep, so we get to talk about a few cool custom colours. We talk about a few of her own cool custom cars. Um, yeah, so hope you guys enjoy it. Rachel Derbs on the line. How's things? Not too bad. Just packing up in the shed for the day, ready to ready to head to the booth tomorrow. You've been uh, so you're working. Oh, we'll start with the introduction. So Rachel Derbs, you're here in Perth, not originally from Perth. Who's who's Rachel Derbs? So I'm I'm from Adelaide originally. I started uh, in a workshop when I was 15. Uh, Gold Body Works was my first kickoff spot to to give me my career and it just kind of snowballed from there and um yeah started in in the normal uh spray shop uh just doing your day-to-day cars and then i went to restoration after that and then to the custom work after that and just never looked back i just love learning it all really and what brought you over to perth um so i i moved over here um uh, with my partner and uh we're no longer together but that's that's all good we're all like a big happy family over here all just really good friends and we're all in the car industry so that's that's amazing and I've just fallen in love with Perth now so it's just yeah the people over here are amazing. Cool and what's your current role you, you got a few things going on don't you? Oh I sure do yeah so at the moment I've got um I work for Park Automotive and I'm I do House of Colour and other general paint brands that we have under our banner um, Exalta and whatnot so I do that for them uh, four days a week, and then every other day I'm doing Derbs Customs, my normal custom stuff, or my other just my cash jobs that I've got going on. And then I've got also the Summonats crew that I work with mainly over east. Um, we just finished up Motivation, but uh, over here in Perth. But yeah, I do do work with those guys as well, whether it be you know doing shows and judging to podcasts and what else, whatever else we need to get done. So you're four days with with Park and House of Color, and then. Uh, one or two days on your own yeah yeah um pretty much i'll do three days I, I i don't i rarely have time off to be honest i i work after work most nights and then if i can take a break here and there and just enjoy life uh, i definitely try to with my friends <laughs> awesome so what sort of setup you got at home are you pretty set up um i do have most of everything i need um, but i do live out i'm a bit further now in in the country so uh, I, I mainly just get stuff prepped here and then I will go down uh, to my friend's uh, workshop in Wangara, which is furniture finishing, um, and he lets me rent out his workshop when, when he's not using it, so that's amazing. Awesome. Uh, you touched on motivation last weekend. Did, were you doing some judging or you took, you took your car as well? Or? Uh, I was actually meant to take my car, but it got a bit too crazy and down to the wire, so I left my car at home and just focused on uh, other people's cars. Um, the guys from over east couldn't make it again because of COVID, so uh, that was unfortunate, but they, they did as much as they could from over there uh, setting everything up, and then uh, myself and Hayley Douglas and a few others on the floor uh, pretty much just were running the show from the floor and uh, also judging as well. Awesome. What's the what's the judging entail? Uh, so pretty much um, over the weekend, we'll do a pre-judging when the scrutinary starts, uh, mainly on the Friday, and uh, we'll go through and 
we've got certain categories that we uh, run by, and then after that, um, it just it'll you'll have all your scores and that, and that'll be settled, and then we go grand champion after that as well. So grand champion itself actually. Uh, the driving events uh, pretty much make up the rest of it and make it uh, so that it would actually, uh, but, sorry, yeah, uh, sorry, the Grand Champ is, the driving events is what actually gets across the line the most. Right. And was there any iconic cars or paint jobs in that this year that you noticed were a standout? Yeah, there was... Um, uh, a Camaro there this year that was a standout for body and paint um, that was pretty much won first prize in in most sections other than other than engineering it took out first for everything um, that's the hence, one Luke Armour built uh, yeah he he painted that one and uh, Luke in Malaga he done all body work on that one so the two Luke's really nailed it on that one they did a great job awesome um, and I mentioned your truck before, for those who don't know what it is. Um, you took it last year, obviously wasn't there this year. What, What's your um, truck? Yeah, so I've got the C10 panel van, the uh, 63. My uh, my big bus just finished it last year, just just before the show. So I managed to just sneak it into the tent. Um, yeah, I haven't been driving it much. It's still got a, a selector issue with the three on the tree, but um, I drive it every now and then down the coast. Which is really nice to cruise. And you did? Did you do all the work on that yourself? Yeah, so I got it from over east. Uh, they had it for a little bit, and then I've just got it over here. And then I had it for about a year. Uh, I was just going to do a colour change, and then it quickly turned into suspension upgrade and whatnot. But <laughs> yeah, I did all the uh, body and paint myself, and then um, I had uh, Tyson from Pro Stitch uh, do the interior, and then I had uh, the guys over at oh, oh, one link um sorry it'll come to me That's uh right. yeah uh, yeah it's it's out of my brain um sorry uh yeah but it's had a full cpp brake upgrade suspension six inch drop and full 13 inch big brake upgrade awesome and you've got a couple other builds on the go is that correct I do. I've, um, so I've still got my HQ Cruiser. I, I like that one as just a turnkey get out, get in and go at the moment. So I will eventually take that off the road and do that one. But uh, in the meantime, I've also got my XP66 Ute still over in Adelaide that my really good friend over there, uh, Ash, is doing from Topline Customs in Capunda. So he's doing all the body work and he's doing that old metal finish at the moment. It's, he's done a great job, so I can't wait to get that over here and start doing what I want to do on that. Still still unsure, but I'm sure when it's in front of me, I will start tinkering. You've obviously got a thing for utes and wagons. I really do. I didn't realise it was such a problem, but <laughs> I realise that when I keep looking at new ones, I go, oh, I like that. I just keep wanting a shop truck. So I've got the 60, 63 panel truck. I'd love to get the 63 uh, pickup if at, at the same time if I could. The C10, you want to get the matching pair? I would love that, yeah. Yeah, cool. But I like do believe a... I reckon I'd go rat for that one just so I can actually drive around and not care. <laughs> Did you is there, there is a brown one that goes to motivation? Was is that was that there this year with the white yep. mob steel? Yep, yep, sure was. Um that one actually picked up top Ute for for all of his hard work on that one. That's a stunning Ute. He's um he's done a good job on that one. I love that Ute. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
I was lucky enough to do a bit of work on uh, JJ's 64 Impala. Did that manage to, I think that might have picked up a couple of bits and pieces? Definitely did. Everyone was in love with that thing. Such a great bloke. And at the same time, that car is absolutely stunning. All of the all of the engraving work that he's had done to that car is insane. Paint work on that thing. Like all the underneath that you guys have uh, all had a hand in doing uh, looks amazing. So you guys need to pat him back for that one. He's, uh, he took out... Um, people's choice on that one and uh, top custom very cool yeah that yeah. was uh, a last minute um help kevin at house of got a hold of me they wanted to rush it through so we uh we managed to get it done and and obviously came out pretty good yeah you guys should be very happy with that that looked amazing what um what paint did you go with on your c10 because i know that's pretty spectacular yeah i just went uh i went house of color on that one as a uh, as I knew I was going to. So I just did a custom mix called Dirty Martini. Uh, it's a nice olive olive green that flips to a gold in the sun. It's um, it's just a normal normal base coat, not, not a base coat candy, but it does flip really nicely still, which is, you know, kudos to House of Colour having those colours that do have a really good impact. Um, and then I just uh, set it off with uh, Chromax uh, Milk Money Off-White in a satin. Oh, you went with a satin roof, did you? Yeah, I went with a satin roof and satin wheels. So I did that as a an offset just to really... I like the, the off-white, so it just really makes the olive pop. Yeah, cool. And what does your um, what's your role with House of Colour entail then? So pretty much with, uh, with House of Colour and working with Park Automotive, there'll be people doing builds um, from just from Sandblasted and I will come along and help them use all the right products the whole way through from start to finish, uh, design colours with them, make sure that's exactly what they want. If they want, say, a purple, but they want a bit of blue coming out, but not too much. And it's really like divulging into someone's head and like trying to help them come up with exactly what they want so that, you know, it's something special. So, you know, House Colour usually tries to, you know, we try to make go for the extra effort just to make someone really appreciate the colour that's on their car. Yeah, you, you organised a colour. I was doing some contracting at... Uh, Adrian at Frace Customs and you organised a, a red candy for a VL, I think it was, or VK. Um, yep, on the VL. Yeah, VL. That that colour was stunning, like the same thing, pat on the back to you, that was probably one of the nicest candy reds I've ever seen. Yeah, in the sun that uh, that really pops, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was a really, really nice base. It like went, they actually really loved the base when they put that on. It was like a really salmon pink rose gold style base color on that and yeah just in the sun wow just illuminates a lot of those candy reds look quite dirty and and pretty standard in the non-sunlight and that one seemed to pop under shade as well yeah no definitely and under fluoro as well just as just as crazy so how did you end up working for house of color over here so I pretty much um, visited on one of my trips and I did say to my partner then that if I found a good job over here, I would move. And uh, I got the heads up from, uh, where was I? I was at Variety Paints, I think, in Wangara. And they said they were thinking about putting on House of Colour. So I got in touch with them and said, look, that would be optimum for me if I if I could do custom paint style work over here. And yeah, I'd pack my stuff up and leave. Had a, had a meeting with Jeff and yeah, he said, you know, when can you start? Can you start in a month? So I pretty much went back home, packed all my stuff up in Adelaide, sold everything off and just grabbed my dog and packed up the ute and drove across the Nullarbor, really. Oh, you drove over? <laughs> yep, yep, epic. I lost uh, nearly like 
lost a wheel over, snapped three studs off the back of my ute because I had all my toolbox, my beer fridge, and my little monkey bike on the back. So it was lo- it was locked and loaded, and it was pretty heavy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So Derbs Customs, that's your little side hustle that you got going on. How how busy are you there? Uh, with Derbs Customs, I'm pretty busy. I'm I'm booked out uh, at the moment uh, until until pretty much mid year or or more, just because I'm still doing all the judging stuff as well. We've got Rocky Nats coming up in Easter, so you know trying to do that and work at the same time, and you know only working after hours and on the weekends uh, gets pretty crazy, but. But I, it's a passion of mine, and I, I still love doing it. So, and you know, I've still got a bazillion other ideas in my head that I want to do. You know, your creative brain never stops. So, yeah, it's it'll never stop, and yeah, I'll I'll be booked out. But then I also want to do my own stuff as well, create my own things, design my own things, like I was doing with those skateboards and those helmets, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, awesome. So your I see your first job of the year. You did a uh, F one hundred for Clint at SRM, was it? Yeah, yeah, Clint, um, good friend of mine, uh, great fabrication guy, awesome, just an awesome builder. Um, yeah, he, he teed me up with the customer there for that one. Uh, I'd never really done a full uh, patina job, which I'd always wanted to do because I love that kind of stuff. It's just like a giant billboard of art, really, and I just wanted to nail it. So, yeah, they, they gave me a kind of a design to work from and the style, so... Yeah, love the colours they chose, and yeah, that was that was absolutely awesome doing that. What was your? How did you go about um, achieving the patina? Uh, so with doing that, I uh, I got it. We were meant to just run off of what was already on the car, but then uh, I couldn't really run what was already on there because we just went straight through the different colours that he didn't want. So I ended up painting the car exactly how it was. So it was it was pretty much like a a dark brown flaked car with black guards and black bits on the tray so I had to paint it exactly the same again but I just did and he wanted a blue to pop through so I had to paint it brown black blue and then brown black again and then so I had to pretty much do a full respray and then ruin it and then sat and clear it. So you you went in and based it up with all those colors or were you clearing in between or? No I just went up and based it with all those colors and then just uh, once that was all on there uh, went through and did all the design slash rub throughs where I needed to, um, and obviously, you know, you can't put it back on once you take it off. So uh, I was on the phone to Clint a fair bit, just making sure that that's the exact same look they were going through right the whole way through. So yeah. Yeah. Did you do any airbrushing, or was it just like rub through type stuff? No, just rub through style stuff, and then uh, like maybe on the guards at the front where I needed a little bit more black to come through just had to make it a little bit bit more warm i just chucked a bit more black through just through the minigun uh just on the edges and then just then quickly gave it a a quick 800 like one wipe over and yeah done exactly what i wanted to do so yeah it was it was good it was good to use my brain for that and just think how i think it would work and then it did yeah it looked pretty cool yeah i was very happy with that and so was the customer so that's the main main thing customer was happy and you said you're doing a few skateboards and helmets and so you've done some pedal cars and stuff, some custom stuff? Yeah, the pedal car was a really good one. Did that for the boys at Oxytech last year, I think it was, last year, the year before, and raffled that off. That was pretty fun. I love that low-ride design style, the Trollo style uh, airbrushing and design. That's one of my favourite go-tos. Um, love pinstriping. Just takes 
it does take a lot of time doing pinstriping. So doing uh, doing graphics and stuff on skateboards and helmets and you know on pedal cars and that's a bit quicker than doing pinstriping. So I can push them about out a bit quicker. But yeah, when I can, when I do get um, commissioned to do some pinstriping on some boards and that, always always love that too. So when you said that was for Oxitech, is that the guys that sell that Easy Foss? Yep, yep, Antiox and Easy Foss. So that's really good stuff. Yeah, Scotty and the family over there. So their workshop burnt down uh, just a, just before Christmas, just before Summer Nights a couple of years ago, and they lost everything. And you know, and they're they're a good family business and just great blokes. So that's just as soon as I seen that, and yeah, I had a a little pedal car that was you know, like a, a fire truck, and I was like, oh, it kind of goes hand in hand, so I uh, pulled it down and just done that for it, and just thought, you know, I, I wanted to do, you know, a paint job anyway on, like, a little car, so I was like, you know, might as well do something nice, and paint it up, and did all, like, a little custom interior in it, and got my got my friends at um, Deluxe Creations to do little knob, shift knobs in it and stuff like that, and yeah, it turned out really well. Yeah, it was cool. So that Easy Foss stuff, do you use that stuff? It's, it goes over bare metal... To see a little, yeah, 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 definitely. It's it's really good for when you're working with bare metal. Say you're doing your fabrication, like Krenner SRM uses it um, pretty much now on everything as well. Uh, you'll have all your bare metal, and uh, just w- while you're working with it, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to put 1k on it. You want to see your bare metal. You want to see what you're working with, and you can just put that stuff on, and it just it just stays as though you've just literally grinded it all back, and it just protects all your metal and. Yeah, it keeps it clean, scuff it back, and then you can work straight over top of it. And how? What about um, paint adhesion issues? No, no issues at all. Obviously, there's a there's a way of means of doing everything, and obviously, you just follow the steps for it. But it's a very easy to use product. Um, yeah, I would definitely suggest that for any any restoration at all. Uh, very easy to use, and it comes in. Obviously, you can put it in a gun, or you can use it in the spray cans for little rub throughs and that as well. So, super handy, and the guys are really easy to deal with. So, perfect product, really. Cool. Uh, any other iconic builds, builds that you got going on at Derbs Customs? Uh, not at the moment, just because I am crazy busy with uh, helping other customers uh, with stuff. I'm, I'm doing uh, a custom Harley and I'm doing a restoring an old Honda uh, with just a lot of fairings and whatnot. And then uh, just doing an engine bay for one of the other guys I know uh, that's for his pretty much his drag car. But yeah, just just doing odds and ends at the moment. Nothing nothing crazy. I've got stuff that I want to do, uh, but I'll leave that for when I've got a bit more free time. Hopefully during the middle of the year. Yep. And builds that you may have uh, iconic ones that you've done in the past. What what are some of your iconic ones? Oh man, <laughs> um, not really, not really sure. Obviously, your nothing. one. Nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was um. For my dream car, my own car, that was pretty, pretty good, pretty big. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing that springs to mind. All the cars that I work on, I'm like obviously just humbled to be able to work on anybody's car. Really, uh, it's more of the design because I'm more of a custom, custom design style thing that like I like to do. So I don't know. Um, doing, I think more or less doing with Bruno with the EH, the one that got stolen not long ago. Uh, who knows where that car is, poor, poor bugger. But um, yeah, me, me working on the colour for that car, and that was going to be, that was going to be super special to have, you know, my colour on that car. But obviously, that's not 
around anymore. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. What's uh what's your restoration process then? So you got a car in bare metal and take it right through to top coat. How do you go about things? Uh, pretty well, like always. So bare metal is the, just obviously the way to go. I suggest every car goes through to bare metal. Uh, epoxy and I don't like putting. I really don't like putting bog on bare steel. I know that back in the day, lots of people did it. So I still see people doing it now, each to their own. But I know metal sweats, so epoxy straight up, and then I'll do my body work and filler. Um, if I if I'm going to go it that way, but if I want you know full restoration style, I'll use uh, resto finish. So that's got a really good high build, and you can put that direct to metal if you want to. Um, and then doing bog work into that is just super nice and easy. You can get it dead flat. And then on top of that, I would always go, so a, I know that you can paint show over that stuff, but I'll always go a 2K primer and then I'll block that down. Um, obviously every coat going as flat as you can each way through. So then, you know, by the end of it, you don't have anything, no hiccups to rub through to. Um, and then, yeah, I will always, I always paint and then I will clear and the best best option, obviously, flow coating is I, I would prefer always to flow coat if you've got the time to. And then just block it down flat again and buff it up. So. Yeah, what uh, what blocks do you run on your restorations? Uh, I've, back in the day, I made my own acrylic blocks back in the day. Um, I still use those, but now I've adapted and used different blocks for different areas on the car of what I need to and how... How I need to go, but um, at the moment I use big kid blocks because they are obviously the nice acrylic flat um, blocks. I like using the flattest, hardest blocks. Thicker the block, the better. Like I know the guys use thin ones and whatnot, but I like I like thick ones to start off to cut straight through where I need to, so you can see the imperfections. Uh, and then I'll use the the skinnier ones as I go. Dura blocks I also will use, but I'll use them after I've used a harder block uh, to get through. Um, and same with my dinnerbing and when I'm blocking down to either flow coat or to buff, just a really nice hard block. Like, yeah, the harder the better. Yeah. And recommend a paint. Well, obviously you're a House of Colour fan, but if it was a, not a custom job, what, what paint do you recommend? Yeah, I always go to, like, so Chromax. If I'm doing a base coat, I'll run Chromax 6000. Uh, great coverage, great brand. It's a binder system as well. House Colors a binder system. I'm just, I do, I love solvent. Uh, water's great as well. It lays down nice and flat. Uh, would also suggest that. So I, I mainly stick with Chromax um, or Standox is my usual go-to ones if I'm going to do anything of just a normal normal car, not a custom. Yeah, we were running the, the Chromax at Adrian's. It's a, it was a pretty fantastic product. You can... Um, they got a lot of the old colours that are hard to get in any other systems. And, yeah, like you say, the coverage is great. Um, the clear is great. Yeah, and just the backup backup service, even if I need, like, as you just suggested, then with older older makes and models of cars, I can just ring the colour lab and they'll they'll literally just change it over to whatever system I need it to be. And, yeah, they'll put in 6,000 for me and there'll be no issue with it. And there's a few different lines, is there? The 6,000 is the, obviously the high-strength one, is it? Yeah, so 6000 is one where you've got just the best coverage, so it's pretty much a coat and a half and you're done. Um, and then, like, with your normal colours, if you've got more of an, a see-through colour, like a like a weird red or something like that, then you'll just put two coats and a half, which is a normal system for any other brand anyway. 
Um, and then you've, yeah, you've got 600, which is a bit of your economy. And then you've got your um, your 500s, 501s and all that, which is your solid 2Ks. Um, but 501 is a, a uh, just a really fast, fast-paced kind of 2K. I love using it. The flow, it holds up, the vertical stability, that's amazing. And what are you what are you painting with? What guns do you run? Um, I mainly run uh, Devilbus with the odd eye water here and there. Um, my supernova eye water, I do love that gun. Um, the WB four hundreds also, but um, yeah, my DB my DB ones, the the base clear and the mini gun is like my go to now. Um, I I just love those guns. The way it flows, especially because I use house color a lot. Um, as well, House of Colour loves Devilbus. It just it goes through, atomizes super fine with still putting out a lot of the product because you need it to be wetter when you're spraying House of Colour. And is it a, what clear are you running? Are you running the House of Colour Show Clear? Um, we can use Show Clear, but the Show Clear I try and keep just for cars that are just going to be garaged and not mainly out in the road. I'll use the uh, urethane clear for those, which is... It's still very showy. It buffs up really nice. It, it flows really, really well. Um, yeah, just everyone that's used it so far has just fallen in love with it. And yeah, I could I can cut my car back now if I wanted to and buff it up tomorrow, and it would not be painful at all. Wouldn't be. It doesn't go rock rock hard. It it just yeah. I don't know. It just it just flows really nice and just stays as it needs to. Yeah. I found that with the also with the Chromax clear that that could sit for months and months on end and then you can cut it back and it buffs like butter. Yeah, and that's exactly what you want. You don't want something that's going to be, you know, like an absolute rock. Yeah. What's your polishing process? Obviously, you said you use a like a hard acrylic block for cutting back. What what polishes in that do you like? Um, I love the 3M system, so I'll I'll use it from one two three like how you meant to with the pads. Um, and the glazing system as well. Um, I just find that that system works just really, really well. And I use that all in my truck uh, from start to finish. And, you know, that's with the Trizac discs and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they go down to like, I think they go to like 5,000 or 8,000 now with those cutting like discs. I went to 5,000 on the truck. So I did, started with 15, 15 went to two, then did wet rub with two, then wet rub with three. Uh, on the Trizac and then Trizac it with 5,000 just to make buffing a little bit nicer. Are you cutting with wool or are you using foam? I used foam on that just because the system with it and uh, it was house of colour. House of colour buffs like butter, so use it. you don't need to use wool on, on house of colour. Just literally the foam does a, a perfect job. Don't really don't really need it. I like using wool on older older harder clears so yeah. then it just it just warms it up straight away yeah cool are you are you working on any cool colors at the moment or you got any favorite colors at the moment yep always working on cool colors <laughs> that's that's the most favorite part of my job just people creating colors in their own brains and me getting to try and put it all together and you know usually it's you know, a little bit of that, this effect, a little bit of that, and then you've got, like, jewel, meta-jewels in there and sparks in there and all this kind of weird, funky stuff coming from the bottom underneath candies. It's really good, but I'd say my favourite colour at the moment would have to be... I just love 
probably more of a colour mix would be your teals and your sea greens and those kind of colours. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just obsessed with those colours, just nice and fresh and fresh and bright. Yeah, they all do a, a full circle. They were they were pretty popular, and now they're coming popular again. Yeah, yeah. It always I do find from uh, time to time that everyone goes in circles of which colours. Like it was reds for a bit there, like all the candy reds uh, when the Mazda obviously first came out with the theirs, the soul red, and then when it started going to purples, everyone started to go purples. Yeah. I, I see. Was the wild Alexa the one that Neil yeah. Money? Yeah, that's an awesome colour. Yeah, that is a great colour. That's actually designed by Zane uh, from BRS, our house colour distributor. Um, yeah, they he he designed that colour himself, and that is an epic colour. That's just like a it's like a mix of brandy wine and voodoo and whatnot in that. That's a, just a it flips from all different angles and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. If you go, um, Google that um, Wild Alexa. Uh, exclusive effects over here in Perth. They did a, a crazy hot rod with that on, and it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. When he when I first went and seen that in the sun, um, kind of took a little video of it for him. Just yeah, I think the internet blew up with that <laughs> with that hot rod. Yeah. Have you got any uh, icons within the industry? Uh, definitely. Um, I I follow people from over here, from over in the states, um, and all different different reasons so you've got airbrushing you've got pinstriping you've got design work so like over here uh you've got ryan evans uh sorry over there you've got ryan evans you got mccreg art you've got joe hernandez joe angel uh martin bros customs over there daryl Sargent. they're like top tier over there that i love to just see what they're always doing uh over here you've got like ryan cribben charlie hutton um rob zarby smith customs just yeah, and that's and then you've got like so like Clint and Lurch Customs and everyone over here just doing different styles of work just within the automotive industry just blows my mind. Obviously, my my main person that I look up to and kind of like a, a massive part of my life and a, a good mentor for me. Um, it's changed my life since I've met him. Owen Webb, just just amazing, like top top guy, great attitude towards the automotive industry and just wants to see others succeed and. Yeah, people like that in the industry are just, you know, just godsend, really. And you're obviously, you're on the road a lot. You get to see a lot of this stuff firsthand, and it must be pretty cool. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I, I love seeing local guys just achieving what they love to do and just watching, especially going to all these car shows and seeing everyone build these cars and, you know, excited about what they've done on it, especially when they've, like, done it themselves or been part of the build. It's, you know, they're super proud. I'm like... I love hearing the stories of how it comes out and how they design their cars. And you know, even like say a little mighty boy, uh, Simon Birch's, that was a uh, motivation. Like that thing's nuts, absolutely insane. And he done all the work on that himself. And the engineering on that thing is crazy. Yeah. How do you find the 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 level of cars in Western Australia versus the rest of Australia? Obviously, from South Australia originally. How do you find it from here versus there? Yeah, it's um, it's it's different over here, but it's different but the same. So, um, there's a lot. I find that there's so many more shops, obviously over east. I don't know if that's what everyone else thinks, but I don't, I grew up in Adelaide, and that was just there's so many 
so many shops so close together and the the work that they produce over there is amazing like i went back to the adelaide auto expo last year in november and just man like every single hk monaro or xb coupe or anything like that from those builders over there flawless absolutely crazy and then you come over here and you've just got like you know money pennies producing crazy cars you've got clint producing insane builds like People over here just strive, but they're very quiet about it. Whereas Adelaide, I feel like there's like, you know, you got auto transformers and that, they're, they're killing it over there. Like, I feel like everyone over there is really, I don't know, out there and exposed. And over here, everyone's hiding like little gems over here. Yeah, I have found that, that um, definitely in Western Australia, there's, there's, I would say that I'd, I seem to know a lot of these shops, but you end up stumbling across all these other little shops that you never knew about that are doing amazing work. Yeah, exactly. Like you've got, you know, say like I'd look at Beyond Customs, like I like coming coming from Adelaide and then coming over here and then say someone goes out to Bullsbrook, you wouldn't expect there to be anything out there. And then you suddenly, then you, you know, you've, you've got Beyond Customs, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. And then you, the likes of, um, you mentioned Neil Moneypenny or or I'm working at the Bling Garage, we're, we're hidden away. There's He doesn't have a website. He doesn't have any signage. Uh, I went to see Neil one day, and like I had to ring him and be like, dude, where are you? Like you, you, <laughs> you literally can't find a shop. Yeah, and it's kind of like that with everybody. Like, over here, it's crazy. Yeah, the, the people that I've met over here, and they're just so humbled by what they do. And, you know, but everyone over here is, I find, is really good with everybody and like all the shops are you know they're helpful and no one's against each other and yeah it's just a a good community over here good car community yeah and also on the road have you noticed have you seen the growth of females within the industry um over here there's there's been a couple of crash shops that i've gone into that have had um yeah a couple of female painters and it's good to see like i you know I, i follow a lot of the people over east, obviously, from coming over there, uh, that are in the industry, follow people from in America, over just everywhere, and you know, seeing seeing girls getting more involved and in it just being a normal thing. It's it's always been normal for me because I've you know I've been doing it since I was fifteen, so I just never seen it as weird or anything. It was just just a job. But yeah, no, it's it's good to see, and it's you know, and just in the automotive industry, just as a collective, not just in shops, like, you know, the behind the scenes of even, you know, the Summonats crew and all that, like, Ellie and all that, they do killer job. Anything car-related and automotive, they're just, the girls are everywhere now. It's, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And how do you see the industry evolving with the the evolution of, like, smart shops and that taking off? Yeah, I, I don't see it slowing down at all. I feel like through COVID, it's more it's more running rampant than anything like it's more more crash shops they're getting busier fuller restoration is some reason people are just pumping money into their old cars which i love to see um i'm seeing the the younger generations starting to get into you know their dad's cars and starting to love it more like i love seeing that because i know what i was like uh, growing up, and I didn't come from a car family. My middle brother and I loved cars, but you know, um, the rest of my family weren't into cars. We just had to, you know, we kind of put ourselves in that. And uh, 
yeah, it's, I, I see people now with their daughters and their sons and, you know, and, they, and their grandpas and stuff like that. They're, just, they're actually getting more involved. And I, you know, I, I wish I had more of that from a young, young age and seeing people getting to do that. It's, yeah, it's really inspiring, actually. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Um, I think I might have taken enough of your time. Do you want to let anyone know where they can find you on your socials or if, if they're in Western Australia and they're trying to find a, get a colour made up? Yeah, uh, so Park Automotive in Osborne Park uh, is the best place to come down, um, give me a call or set up a, a meeting for a colour um, as I'm running around in most people's workshops and doing colour visits and stuff like that or doing sprouts. So uh, always make a booking. And then, if yeah, if, uh, follow, follow Chick Debs on Instagram for for anything weird, quirky or cool that's coming up or just, you know, following all the car shows around Australia that I'm getting to take photos of other people's builds and post them up because they're super cool, so. Awesome. All right, it's been cool having you on. Hopefully catch up again soon. No worries. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All good, man. See ya. Thanks. Bye.